Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We are still not on the Firearms Radio Network. Uh, thanks, Sean, that we like shooting. Um, but I will say we are uh, brought to you by Brownells. Brownells is a huge channel sponsor. We are on episode, I believe, 22, if I am correct. Uh, and I I, I got to start looking this stuff up before we get on here. I swear to God. I'm checking. I am too. I think you're Yes, uh, we're, we are, on uh, we're on 23. I apologize, everybody. We're on episode 23 of our show. Uh, it's been a great 23 episodes. I will tell you guys, I am exhausted. I just spent the last two days at the NRA show, walking around, meeting people. I got to meet um, all the guys at the Brownells booth, which are awesome. The Brownells booth was incredible. It had all the BRN 180 stuff, the XM 177 um, uppers, and all the whole like guns. It was insane uh and i i had a blast doing it i think you're having some issues there uh millar with your audio because i think you're going to talk and i'm just i'm getting gargling stuff from you i wasn't i didn't say anything did you no clear you're clear now i don't know you i think you were like ah and it was like really odd anyway um continuing on all right hopefully this works Sorry, uh, audio issues there. I don't know what was going on, guys, but uh, we're back. Uh, Brownells, awesome booth. They had all the BRM-180 stuff. They just released the 762 by 39 BRM-180. So that's apparently very exciting. Um, I went to a ton of booths. I got a ton of stuff. Um, uh, swag pack. So we'll be giving away stuff on my YouTube channel. If you go check out my YouTube channel. And then uh, I'll be uh, giving away like a swag pack to whoever wants to come join it and uh or come talk to me on youtube or whatever um there'll be some stuff there uh but i really really had a fun time i wanted to go over that but uh malar what was some of the stuff that you were interested in uh from the nra yeah uh, um i mean the brown Ells booth of course <laughs> and now yeah. you brought up the uh seven seven six two by 39 uh did have they officially released it is it like on like is it available to order outside of pre-order that's what they they had a, a sign up that said it was available so i actually didn't pay attention to that let me let me look real quick i'm i'm looking quick i got it up um i literally already have it like almost up there we go uh it's still back order Oh, it's back order, so they have released it. So this is available uh, now. So yeah, um, I'm excited about the OD Green, of course, because <laughs> uh, they did just release that uh, limited edition. I'm I'm a little disappointed. It's only in the 16 uh, inch. Yeah, because at 10 10 five, I'd you know I'd be all over it. <laughs> uh, the 16. Um, I mean, still might, still might have to do it, but 10.5, I think, uh, 10.5, I, I really want to do a 10.5. I think that might happen here in the near future. So I actually uh, held one, and it is a hell of a lot heavier than I was expecting. I actually held the 16-inch and the 10.5-inch, and both of them were kind of obnoxiously heavy uh, for what I would consider to be an AR-15 upper. So... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's uh, my understanding is that it is um, 
why and why am I blanking on the word the piston not yeah the pistons are heavier yeah but I'm not not usually that much heavier and this guy is a bit chunky like um I would honestly put this no 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 it's it's out front like it's out by the it's out by where the piston is I I definitely think that Uh, only the 10.5 would be actually useful um i really think that they should chop it down to like a 13.9 or a 13.7 and pin and weld like a muzzle device on there and i think that would probably be the best way to have a rifle length gun with a shorter overall length uh just because i i didn't i didn't necessarily like um how heavy the brn 180 is i mean and, and, I, and when i say that i mean i do believe that the gun is heavy in the sense of yeah, you can pick it up and shoot it and have fun, but at the end of the day, it's not something I'd want to lug around if I had to do any any sort of um, legitimate shooting with it. Um, it would be something that it would definitely sit in the back of my, my gun closet, literally only collecting dust um, for when I want to go out there and shoot stuff. So you're telling me not to get a 10.5? <laughs> the 10.5 is the only one I would get if I wanted to shoot it. I okay. would not get. I would not get the sixteen inch. Okay. I mean, um, I, I, and I think in the next few months I'm probably going to do the ten five. Okay. We need to get you a, a booster because your internet is garbage. Anyway, um, <laughs> so with this being said, uh, I stopped at uh, Duramag, and I actually only found this out today, but Duramag actually has Glock mags that are coming out. So Duramag is going to be making steel Glock mags um and they're awesome they come in 33 rounders they're going to come in 20 20 25 or 27 rounders um and i think the standard flush fit on glock 19 is like 19 or 20 rounds um so that i thought that was pretty awesome they only had a 33 rounder for me there to sit there and mess with but i definitely get a 33 rounder and a couple of the standard glock mags just because they're metal they look really nice you can fit you can jam more in there and then um, I, I don't know. I really thought that was awesome. What is your take on metal Glock magazines? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to check those out. Um, I was actually, I've been curious about the shield mags too for like the 43X or the 48. It's been like, I've, I've heard like hit or miss reviews on those. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see what the Duramags do and are they doing one for the 43x 48 setup that's more capacity than the 10 round do you know i don't or know about they doing just uh um i'm sorry what was that i do not know i do not i actually have no idea if they're going to be doing the 43x 48 mags i do know that they told me at the booth they said 17 19 um that's what they were working on and i mean that's the most common uh glocks out there are the 17 and 19 so I have yeah, a feeling they're going to work start, on those. Starting there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's Duramag. They make great magazines. They make great steel body magazines, and they make great aluminum magazines. I will tell you right now, as of very soon, and I don't know if this is inside information, and I don't know if they want me to tell anybody this, but Duramag is going to start making their aluminum 20-round straight body mags in different colors. They're 20-rounders? Yep, they're 20-rounders. Okay, where do I pre where do I pre-order the OD? I don't know, but I told them I said you realize day one you're gonna sell out of every color, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I straight up, I said, I said, you guys realize that you are going to sell out of every, I said, because you don't understand, like, that's something that everyone's been wanting. Everyone has been wanting the straight body aluminum Duramags for the 20 rounders in different colors for years. Um, they're also supposed to be coming out with a purple in their 30 round line. And that, and that'll probably be on their 20 round line as well. So and they I, said that like two years ago. I, I brought that up to them about doing purple, like, like me and another buddy. And so I talked to the guy today. Uh, I actually got his contact information and he's, he's given me like all of his contact information, but uh, I talked yeah. to him today and he said that purple was a thing back then. He goes, it's definitely a thing now. He's like, you just have to understand it takes us time to cool up because we have to make a completely different color. We have to add another line to do that. So um, it's taken them a while. I think they did some restructuring in the company uh, or added some people. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that Duramag, you know, is definitely, you know, they're a part of C Products Defense, but at the same time, Duramag is kind of their own entity. So Duramag is what I would consider to be uh, one of the better magazine manufacturers. Um, because I, I, the only two magazines that I ever run are uh, the Duramang, the, uh, the uh, what do you call? The Brownells one? No, I, I have two of those. I don't know if I would, I don't know how much I love them yet. I still have to test them out. Uh, no, 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 Magpul. I'm sorry, the Magpul P-Mags. So the Duramag okay. and the Magpul P-Mags are the two magazines that I run the most often. And I don't have very many problems out of them. I had one Duramag that I fucking murdered um, that I had a lot of problems with. Uh, but it was only because I'd run it over with my car. Um, so <laughs> I would say... field testing there. No, it was an accident. I, I dropped it on the ground and then I, it was fully loaded and I ran over it and I was like, fuck. Um, but no, it was, it, it actually still worked after that. It was just really terrible. Like, <laughs> cause it was an aluminum mag. So the aluminum ones are more susceptible to being bent. Um, so yeah, I think that, I think Duramag is definitely going to do uh, really cool stuff there. They've got plenty of stuff coming out. They, they showed me the Glock mag. It's real. I touched it with my hands. Um, in fact, if you go check out my Instagram, hoodlums underscore gun underscore bench, um, you'll definitely see it there. Uh, and I talked to them about it for a while. We were there at the, I was at, I was there at the booth and I was talking with them and we were going over a whole bunch of stuff. So I definitely think the, the, I think the most interesting thing to come out of the NRA booth, uh, was that EOTech let me know that their pistol site should be shipping within the next couple of weeks. They said Ooh. couple of weeks. They didn't say they didn't say over a month. Nothing. The lady, the two, the lady and the gentleman there at EOTech were both saying it will be shipping within the next couple of weeks. So I'm it's weird because they teased the eFlex, the EOTech eFlex after um, the uh, the aimpoint acro P2. Uh, the aimpoint acro P2 can really only be seen apparently by aimpoint people. And then uh, the eFlex is going to make it to market before the Aimpoint Acro. So I did only see the six MOA dot version today, which was very interesting. Uh, but I actually love the six MOA dot version, but I would only get the three MOA dot because you get more battery life. Did, um, curious, because somebody mentioned this to me this past week. Uh, did they say anything about price increases and not just on the pistol um, red dot? I didn't even know that if I would have known, I would have asked, but I didn't, I didn't hear anything about price increases. Okay. Yeah. I heard that. Uh, I mean, obviously with inflation, um, 
I've heard that they've started to increase their prices. It's still 369 on Brownells, so I have no idea. And then I think uh, on EOTech's website. Yeah, their website, I think, is where they've changed the MSRP and then the dealers yeah, it's three, uh, as of right. It's 389. 389. So it's 20 bucks more. That's probably actually what it was before then. Yeah, on the on EOTech's website, it's 389. Okay. So they said they should be shipping next week is what they were saying. So I can, or the next couple of weeks, I'm sorry, not next week. Do not, do not think of next week. Just cause I said that the next couple of weeks. Now, did you ask them is the EXPS three going nope. to be in green? I'm going to tell you right now. I do not give a shit about the EXPS series, <laughs> but green, come on now. <laughs> yeah i still don't care about the exps series i'm sorry uh i i don't i don't know how to put this like i like the eotech sites for what they are but i don't want to own one like it's not it's not my it's not the site that i want um i think it's a i think it's a well-built optic but eo like i like the eotech pistol dot uh because it's a pistol dot and i i do like optics on my handguns um but i'm not i'm not running around um thinking that you know that's what i need i will say though i will say the eotech eflex has a much larger window um, than i was anticipating and uh when i say that it was really like <laughs> the window being so big it was it was way easier to pick up the dot and i say that in a sense of like comparing it to an rmr the rmr is such a pain in the ass to pick up the dot on because the dot is always over that bar on that, like on that, you know, that little U on top, the dot in that window for me is always sitting above that bar. So I actually have to bring the, the dot down. I have to bring the gun up and the dot down or the front of the gun down in order to get the dot. Yep. So, um, Bingo. it's a huge pain in the ass Same for, for me. me. So I, I much prefer the hollow sun over that. But when I was bringing up the EOTech, when I brought it up just blindly, it was at the dot every time was there on the Glock. So I think that that would be a, a fantastic uh, pistol dot. I wanted, I really would need to get out and test it and, you know, put it through its paces, but yeah, I really think it would be a great dot. So you're not a huge fan of the, of the um, Trigicon uh, as of yet. Cause you've had that three weeks. About? I've had it for over a month now. And every time I go to dry fire, it still pisses me off. <laughs> okay yeah uh, I, I i still can't i can't get used to like you said i have to tilt it down when i i feel like my, my irons actually aren't level when i uh like present i actually have to like tilt it slightly down and then my dot sits um right above the i'm running the uh trigicon um suppressor height sites and my dot sits literally right above the tritium on the front site and it kind of drives me nuts because i'd like the dot to be right at the top but that's not where it goes oh so it just floats above the tritium correct yeah i, I to me i like that i have suppressor height sites on my m p 2.0 and partially because it came stock with them but uh 
the uh, the I like that, but I also have now shot my Glock. I I got my Glock with my Brownell slide on there, um, and my Glock with my Brownell slide doesn't have any sights on it yet. And to be honest, I don't even know if I want to put any sights on it because I really am digging the fact that there is nothing in the way. Um, because yeah. every time I was pulling it up, like there was nothing there, so I was like, yes, like that was so much nicer than having to like. And it's not like your view is obstructed. And to be honest, this is more, this is not like self-defense style of, of shooting stuff. Like this is me at the range, like doing my draws and doing all that. It was much easier for me to pick up the dot on the Glock than it was for me to pick up the dot on my MMP 2.0 with the sights there, because the sights, I couldn't always tell which one I wanted to grab first. Like my eye was always in the, in the different spot. So I can totally get what you're saying in the sense of, uh, how awesome the uh the how how much better i feel the holosun was over the trigicon now i will say i am very excited to see what that has to offer along with duramag um i have a shitload of swag dude if you knew how much stuff i had you'd be like holy shit like i went i went everywhere i got patches i got limited edition patches that are only available at like these shows so I'm going to definitely be giving a ton of those out. And then I got a whole patch ball. I got to put all that shit on. So um, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely pretty cool. I really can't um, say like, I, I've never really been one to go to these events. Like I didn't, I don't like shot show because at shot show, you know, you're, you're all over everybody uh, here. It was a little bit more, it felt a little bit more, um, spread out now i will say the nra is a garbage organization only because of wayne lapierre um if the nra didn't have wayne lapierre and they had better leadership i think it would be better uh the problem is is they're never going to get rid of that asshole until he goes to prison so <laughs> until he goes to prison well yeah you know he's been do you know what's funny is he has been in so much trouble, allegedly, allegedly, um, he was using the NRA's money to uh, put one of his girlfriends up in a hotel every time he was at. By the way, this man is married, um, which I don't, I don't care about. If that's if that's what you want to do, you know, by all means, don't use money from your corporation that you created or helped create um, to embezzle it and then use it to, you know, get your girlfriend's uh, hotels where you're going or, you know, get your ladies of the night when you go, when you go do that. Um, apparently he's been caught doing that many, many times, uh, getting, getting sex workers, um, allegedly getting sex workers and putting them up in hotels and doing stuff like that. So, you know, it's a, it's a pretty interesting, um, thing i think that he is a garbage human being uh so anything that uh has to do with good old lapierre i don't really like him very much so that's just i don't know him that well i don't know i don't like him yeah i just try to stay out of that drama well i do too but there's only so much you can do you know the 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 issue the issue that i have is it, it's just there's so much crap. Like there is so much crap with the NRA that just the reason why it has the issues that it has is because of the leadership and the lack thereof, uh, really, you know, the, the, and then, you know, Abbott pretty much gets, you know, run of the NRA because they moved it to Texas now. So that's also super fun. What else yeah, did you want to talk Virginia about before? Wasn't it? No, it was in New York. Oh, okay. 
So what else do you want to talk about? Because I know we don't want to sit here and talk about the uh, the squeaky chair I mean, that I have. You've covered, yeah, you've covered everything from the show. I feel like there was a lot more going on. Uh, well, what was Battle that Arms. What, what? Battle Arms development. Um, I got a pair of their badass light. Um, so that's pretty cool. They come in, they come in different colors. I got the OD green because I wanted to put this on one of my guns. So I got it in OD green. It's the badass pro, or sorry, it's the badass light. I have the badass pro on my other one. So I think from now on, I might just buy the lights because uh, the light looks really nice. So uh, it's actually really cool because they kind of give you everything. They give you the spring and the detent. They give you the everything you need in there and then it comes with a allen key too so you can you can work you can do all that so i'm very interested to see um, more about the battle arms development safety i want to see how it's going to hold up over a shitload of shooting that i do with it so we'll see how that works now are those new um the light i guess so i guess from what i heard from battle arms development is they're making the light out of the uh billet aluminum or or for i don't know some sort of aluminum they're making it out of that because they can't do the forged pieces anymore because the forging house that's doing it is doesn't have enough material so they're doing the they're doing the aluminum now the badass light so um i think if you can find the, the 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 cast version that they have the badass pro which i think is only like 30 35 bucks uh, uh, 39.95 on brownells yeah 30 in stock 39 so if you can find those at brownells by all means and then you go to get the badass lights now i got them today for 45 bucks you can pick them up for 45 bucks there uh battle arms did give me these but uh you can pick them up for uh 45 bucks and uh, I thought that was pretty awesome i think they had a shot or a, not a shot show an nra show uh discount um but it was it was really cool so i thought and those are uh 60 degree and 90 degree yeah you have 60 and 90 degree the 60 degree is actually cooler than i think the 45 degree um now will you really be able to tell all that much absolutely not probably not <laughs> so, yeah, probably not um so yeah with that just uh just know that it's, I think it's a good safety. Um, I haven't fully tested it yet, but from everything I've got on it so far, I think it's really nice and it's not super wiggly. Um, it's very good. And I don't, I don't think it needs any, uh, it says it's got three points of locking. It's aluminum. Uh, yeah. 90 and 60 degree. It's semi-auto. It's ambi. There's a patent. It's made in the USA. So it's, it's made in America, y'all. God, this chair is so wins. awful. OD Green made in America. I'm so. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, so yeah, uh, I thought I, I thought did, that was pretty awesome. I did just get that um, Geisley government charging handle in. Yeah, mine should OD be coming Green. by Monday or Tuesday. I'm going to be very interested to see uh, if yours has any sort of blems on it. I, I don't know if you watched my YouTube on that. Not yet. Um, I've been I've been so swamped this week. This so weekend. I on the I mean you know but I got that government trigger forever ago and that had like a big gouge mark in the disconnector, and yeah. then um, well I got this and it looks like there's a little tooling mark across the back of the uh, the charging handle. So I'm two for two for government. Uh, Geisley parts that are what I would consider blem by definition of what a blem is. Um, 
I'm not going to bother reaching out to Geisley for this. I'm just going to run it. But yeah, I waited like, I think it was about a year before those things came back into stock. Uh, you, color is you, awesome. I thought you posted it somewhere. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't see a tooling story mark. On, on Instagram? Yeah, I'm looking right now. I don't see a tooling mark. Let me, uh, have you watched the... Um, the video weights on there? Yeah, I zoom in on it, but if you... It's it's hard to I can send you. A I swear to God, if it's like a if it's like a tiny little hair and it's just like a little yeah. Granted, it's a it was what one hundred and thirty dollars for that charging handle for me. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, I just sent you the picture, and if you look at just like that corner of the, I don't know what to refer to it as the center bar, not the lever. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be that clear because I zoomed in on this, but you'll see there's a slight line just above the lever on the right mm -hmm. um and yeah i mean it, it's like a it's a slight tooling mark oh that little dent right there uh, yeah i mean it, it's it's literally yeah i mean it, watch what if when you watch my youtube you'll see it for for the price of that thing um which i think it was 136 bucks uh shipped to me or sorry 126 maybe um but yeah i was uh Again, I, Geisley, my impression has always been they're cranking out, you know, oh, actually, I have a better picture of it, um, quality products, but I don't understand why the two things, like, I own the buffer tubes, which I think the buffer tubes had some slight things on them, too, um, so maybe it's just me being a little over-analytical of them, but if I look at somebody like Sons of Liberty Gunworks or you know, one of these other companies, <clears throat> they would specifically call that out as a blem. Um, but yeah, I don't know, little, little disappointed with, uh, with that, but the color is awesome and I've waited forever for it. So I'm just going to run it. Um, I just sent you a, the cleaner pick that I took. Um, oh, okay. you can see it's, yeah, see, I you know what? Maybe maybe they would call call that a blimp. I wouldn't necessarily call that a blimp. I do like the OD green on that, so I can't. I kind of can't wait to run that. Um, but yeah, no, I I don't I don't think uh, you know it's going to get beat to shit in my use. So it's not like yeah. <laughs> you know well, that's why I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run it. But like when you actually look at like what companies break down as like a blimp, like tooling marks and that kind of stuff. By definition, that falls under that, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, I think they give the government seconds. We've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I, I'm gonna be 100 honest. I like the government charging handle just specifically because I I don't like I didn't like the um, the super. I mean that thing is huge. Uh, you could <laughs> hang your child off of that thing. And then um, the uh, what was the other airborne? one? ACH airborne. That one was okay. Um, but I, I didn't, I, I don't necessarily like the bat wing design. I think the, the government charging handle with the, with how it is, I mean, that's kind of like the perfect, like the perfect size. So I'm going to test it out. I don't know if I'm going to, um, I don't, I don't think I'm going to run it on my Ford assist upper that's coming for my, um, uh, for my M4 clone. Uh, my FN M4 clone. I don't think I'm going to run it on that just because the forward assist will probably get in the way of that. I think I'm going to run a, either a normal Radian or my PRI Ambi Gasbuster. 
Um, mm. But I, I really think I'm just going to run the radiant on that one. The, uh, the, uh, the cool thing is I want to run that on one of like either my, my 13, nine or my 12, five. I think I'll probably run it on one of those. Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to hear your take on it. Cause I haven't messed with the airborne or the, um, what is it? The super duty charging mm-hmm. handle. I guess I have one of my friend's guns, but I didn't really pay attention to it because it was like fired a couple rounds and didn't like have to charge it. Um, that Noveski I built this week, I think he had a, it might've been an airborne on there. And it definitely is wider than the government. Um, and just to be like clear to everybody, I guess that's listening is the actual back portion, the, the, the uh, what do you want to call it? Like the gripping portion? Yeah, where the is, latches uh, are. Yeah, where the latches are is um, is narrower, so it doesn't hang up on on things as easy as uh, I guess the other. And let me charging like handles. like when you think of the Geisley government charging handle, you can go on Geisley's website and you can look at the government. But pretty much what it is is it's like the Geisley airborne charging handle, but they took off the nubbins on the end. So like the little swoops at the mm-hmm. end where you have that that sharper corner, they they kind of like just rounded that off. And, it, and to be honest, I think that is so much better than the ACH or the or the um, supercharging handle. So I think um, I think the government would probably be the best charging handle of them all. And I think that's the one that I think Geisley should make. Um, now, are they? I don't think so. I think they are definitely doing the, uh, the I think they're doing more of the supercharging handles. Because I think Geisley does a lot with the DDC. Like a lot of people really like that desert dirt color, um, which I can totally respect. I totally get. Excuse me. But the uh, the DDC, the 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 Geisley DDC is not like my favorite color because I don't I don't necessarily like tan. I used to like it and then I got it and I didn't really like it that much. So I was like, no, I don't want it. So I don't know. What's your take on the on the DDC or Geisley's colors? We got somebody lighting off fireworks. One second. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, what? For a second, I paused. Like, is there gunfire? What's going on? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, uh, you know, the I, the DDC that I've had in hand. I didn't think it's not a bad color. I mean, I'm, I'm partial to OD green. Uh, as I stated, I waited, I think close to a year for that government charging handle and that government charging handle is designed for uh, FBI HRT to match the, the federal rail, uh, which is OD green as well. well um, we both know I had that rail and didn't like it. Yeah. They actually, uh, Charlie's clones were about those charging handles are Charlie's custom clones uh mm-hmm. they'd actually do a um a kit of the buffer tube i have i think you have the same buffer tube the charging handle and then that rail mm-hmm. um so that you have like the full government kit but yeah, yeah i could do I, without I that rail I, that rail is stupid i would honestly if i were you i would just go with another guys the od green rail any other one yeah, you yeah. would you'd be Mark okay 16. with yeah the mark 8 the mark 16 the mark whatever oh. Well, I don't think they do those in OD green. Mark 16, they do an OD green. Um, Cause I've been looking at those and they have them on sale this weekend. I might snag one up because initially 
in my head, that was how I was picturing the my scalper build. Uh, it was 11.5 with the um, with the Mark 16 10.5 rail. Interesting. Because your yours is an 11.5, right? Um, yeah, my my current SBR is an 11.5. Um, I was planning to kind of head a 12 12.5 route, but in my head, I also wanted to do one with the OD green rail. So I'm Friday to Monday, if you go to Geisley, 35% off, select Geisley products. Yeah, I might end up snagging that up. Let's look at, let's look at Geisley's rails. Where are they? Parts, tools, uppers. Uh, where are they? Super modular rails. Oh yeah, I forget all their rails are super modular. Did Geisley like not? Damn the 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 10-inch SMR Mark IV Fed rail and OD Green is a blem for four hundred dollars for the federal rail. Yes, you got to be kidding me. No, I'm looking at it right now. Four hundred dollars on Geisley. the oh these are all their blem rails i don't want a blem rail they make the yeah the mark 16 and od green is 262 um, yeah right now it's regularly like 325 that's part of the reason why i would think it said, it said the regular price is 350 so right now oh, it's wow. 262.50 um and od green for their 10 and a half inch mark 16 rail it's 262.50 Yeah, I might that might have to uh, make it its way to my house. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I was thinking about getting one of the OD Green Rails and having having that uh, Chop Boy Chop Chop guy. I can't remember his name, but he does. Uh, a, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He does the choppings and, and get like a front sight post. I mean, that would be pretty dope. Yeah, have it on a front sight post build. That would be sweet. <laughs> uh, i think it's uh chop chop boss chop yeah boss chop boss official. there we go there we go chop boss official there we go what are you interested in uh coming up like this year with guns i mean granted we're like a quarter of the way through the year but i think a lot of companies mm -hmm. haven't really released a bunch of stuff i mean for hot gun summer yeah what are you what are you interested in you're you're upset about your sons of liberty gunworks rma still not coming through yeah, um, for those that don't know, I uh, blew my gas rings out in, I don't know, 1,200 rounds, 1,300 rounds maybe, or less. Um, didn't exactly keep count, but it was low. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been going back and forth with them for Monday will be three weeks. Um, hopefully I get an RMA this coming week. Um, I got a few things I'm waiting on, you know, we got the night vision officially ordered. We're stoked about that. There we go. <laughs> night vision is officially on its way. Yeah. Green eye, green eye, green eye is coming <laughs> since it's a PBS. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about that. I did, uh, today I popped into a, um, surplus store mm -hmm. and I was checking out some of the, uh, they had like the, the Mitch helmets that you were 
yep. uh, recommending. So I was actually looking at some of those. They had some other helmets that I don't know who, who made them, but they had ballistic uh, 3A helmets for 425 bucks. I was like, who the hell makes these things? Yeah. Well, make sure you make sure you're getting them from an actual reputable person. Yeah. I mean, this, this shop seems pretty uh, reputable. So I think, um, I think it'd be good, but I, I would rather, I don't know. I'd rather have like an op score or something with a name behind it. I did try on uh, what I think was a hard head veterans helmet, but it was too big. Um, That's what she said. So yeah. <laughs> have that problem <laughs> dude it was cool i got to meet steve 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 ostrom ostrom uh i got to i didn't necessarily go up and meet um baron but i got to i got to wave at him <laughs> that was pretty you cool. met uh cody though too right yep cody i talked to him a bunch i don't know if, if cody just didn't like me or what but he didn't seem very talkative he, he also said that like the night before he was he didn't feel too good so I think yeah. I think they all went out and drank pretty heavily. Uh, that was pretty interesting. Um, I'm st- still st- stupid excited for my FN to come. I really can't wait for that damn rifle. Like I want the FN M4 so bad. Um, and to be honest, the only reason why I want it is because that's the exact gun I carried in the army, and that was a phenomenal firearm when I had it. Uh, now, granted, I've seen issues with them, so I know kind of what to expect. Um, it's not going to stay hundred percent clone. Correct. I'm going to get a B5 SOP mod stock. I'm going to get a, uh, a new grip. I have a B5 ankle grip that I really like. I'm going to run that. And then I'm going to run one of my ambi. um, I'm going to run an ambi safety that I like. I'm going to get one that I like. It's probably going to be a battle arms development one if, if, so I could test it. And then I'm going to get an ambi mag release. So I'm going to definitely be running my, uh, I'm going to run my ambi mag release for the, uh, which the one that I have that I really like that I just, uh, the forward controls designs, ambi mag release. I'm going to run that one dimpled. Um, because I, I really like that ambi mag release plus the spring that it has is really good. And I think that they just make a really good product. Now I realize that it's very expensive, but I think the ambi mag release is something that's definitely worth getting. Um, and I just, I, I I'm super excited about all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to get it. Yeah. I hear you there. I'm uh, the control stuff. I still, I've got a couple, uh, a couple trigger guards. I got the, uh, the standard mag release, not the ambi one. I got the dimpled one. Um, and then I Jeez. bought one of their, um, castle nuts in od green uh all that stuff's going on in the scalper i really got to get that thing together been dragging ass on it and just so many other projects going on uh was focusing on the night vision thing but i'm thinking i'm going to get that thing together this weekend um, good. and then uh from there just got to figure out uh barrel length and all that stuff if i order this 10.5 guysley i probably will do a 10 or 11.5 uh, barrel again um i'm waffling on the barrels because are you what are you running barrel wise i have a roscoe 12.5 bloodline barrel but i've almost burnt it out now i'm going to say that in the sense of i've almost burnt it out because i've run a shitload of steel case through it three about three thousand rounds of steel case 
And I've done that very quickly. So let me, let me, I talked to Roscoe today about this and I'm going to, and I'm going to just let you guys in on what I deal with, with guns. I tend to run a case of ammunition in a gun in about two to three weekends. Um, it's steel case. So I know that it's not going to like barrel longevity is not going to be good. Now I have looked at the throat erosion on my 12.5 and it is absolutely atrocious. Um, and I, and I will say that in the sense of, I have run a fuckload of steel case through that gun. And so don't take, like, if that was brass case ammo that I ran through my rifle with brass, brass jackets on that, it, it would last a lot longer. Um, the Roscoe's would last a hell of a lot longer if it was brass cased than the steel case that I run. Um, you got to remember steel is very hard. It's not malleable. It's going to tear up the hell out of those guns. Like um, when I tell you guys, like sometimes when I clean my guns, you can, I, you can actually see steel case jacket that gets stuck in the, um, the gas port. It does come out the front. So understand that I don't treat guns nicely. Like I do not treat guns nicely. So if I am testing a gun and it's, and it's holding up to four or 5,000 rounds of steel case. Um, yeah. It's a good gun. Uh, I will say right now, the, the, uh, the, um, what is it? The chrome line barrels will do a lot better with steel case ammo. Um, if, if I wish they didn't get chrome line barrel, I think the, the canine, that they just released the Roscoe K9 barrel, the 12.5 and the 11.5 they just released. I think both of those would be great barrels, but they are not like, they are not going to withstand the use that people are going to expect out of them if they're running pure steel case like me. Um, so I would be very careful. Uh, if you have a gun that you want to last forever, don't run steel case in it. Uh, I run steel case, first of all, because I, I believe training um, is the best thing you can do. And to be honest, the more I train, uh, the, the more I can train, the way I do that is with steel case ammo. I don't have an ammo sponsor. I, all my videos are, are really a hobby for me. So if you guys are out there and you're looking for your guns to last a lot longer, run that brass case ammo, run the brass ammo. It's not going to it's, you know, steel case isn't going to kill anything other than you're going to have to replace your barrel a little bit more frequently. Um, I've got about four. All, I, I want to say I got 3000 rounds on my 12.5. Uh, and I did that within two months. So it's, it's not having accuracy problems yet, but I could say if I run another case of steel through that, or maybe a case and a half of steel, that barrel is going to be gone. Like that barrel will be eroded to no end. Like you will not get any act. It will, it will definitely start to keyhole. I, I can tell you that. So I hope that. How, how many, how many rounds do you think you have through it? I think I have 3000, maybe 4,000. I know I have 3000. I know for oh, okay. a fact I have 3000. Um, it's got a little bit of muzzle erosion at the end. Like you could actually see the rifling is starting to go at the end of the barrel. Like it's, you can't even really tell yeah. it was ever there. Um, but you got to remember rifle, uh, uh, rifling goes from the ends to the center. So mm -hmm. you got to remember, so from your, from your chamber and your, and your muzzle, that's where your rifling starts to go first. So once I can tell that there's no more rifling there, it's, it's, I'm holy, I wholly know I only have about a, a thousand or 2000 rounds left in that barrel. 
Yeah, and I know you mentioned um, checking out the Geisley uh, Cold Hammer Forged. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that, um, particularly because there are better options out there. FN, and I'm, I'm going to say this knowing that I'm going to upset all the Geisley fanboys. Geisley, I think, makes great guns. Um, but I think his barrels are his weak point. Everybody I've talked to about Geisley barrels, they're super upset. Geisley only builds their barrels to do four and a half MOA. Well, I, I was going to mention that they just arrived at Brownells. They did? They have the 11.5 at least. All the other lengths are uh, pre-order, um, but the 11.5 is there. Uh, okay. Chrome lined, uh, Cold Hammer Forged, uh, 270. 270? Okay, so that's not too bad. The problem with Geisley is you can't run the uh, – you can't run their uh, – what do you call it? You can't get gas block. You can't get discounts. I'm sorry. You can't get discounts with uh, any of their other stuff. I guess I could try their their 14.5 cold hammer forge. But to be honest, what's the difference between the Geisley and the guy? The difference. I'm sorry. Not what's the difference. The difference between the Geisley cold hammer forge and the FN cold hammer forge is I will say that FN has superiorly just incredibly better barrels than Geisley. Um, Are you saying they're FN good? What? Are you saying they're FN good? Yes, they're FN good. Um, <laughs> the uh, the the Cold Hammer Forged uh, Chrome Line barrels that FN makes are machine gun quality barrels. And if you've ever shot a 240 uh, or a 249, they are fantastic barrels. Those barrels last 60, 70, 80,000 rounds uh, with government ammo. So it's M193, M855, all that. They last a very, 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 very long time. So don't ever which, think what's up. Which model was that? I was literally looking at five, five, six barrels on Brownells earlier. That's the only reason I knew this 11.5 was in, but the um, FNs are on there too. Which, which FN model is it? FN. They have the button rifling too. Yeah. The button rifle ones are good. Cause I think those are also chrome line. Um, which, to be honest, you don't need a chrome line barrel. Nitriding is good. The chrome lining is great for uh, corrosion resistance and the fact that it can get hotter and it'll take steel better. So if you want to run a chrome line barrel, I think you could probably, I think, I think personally with the amount of ammo that I run through a gun, I think that I could get 12,000 rounds through that. Like, I think I could get 12,000 rounds through a uh, a chrome line barrel or the cold hammer forge chrome line barrels and you can't really get that out of a nitride barrel so i would i would say the fn 14.5 cold hammer forged or even just their their button cut rifle barrels with the chrome lining i think you would easily get a, a very good amount of so if shit. you were building like a shit hit the fan rifle you'd do that oh i would i would wholeheartedly get the fn m4 that is my shit hit the fan rifle I think that gun right there will be the rifle that I keep for a very long time. Like that, I mean, it's never going anywhere because that's the gun I carried in the army, but I also love that gun. Like the FN M4 will be my end of the world gun. Hmm. Interesting.
I'm I'm probably ordering a few barrels here soon. Oh really? <laughs> I mean, I you know I've been kicking around like a bunch of upper ideas, complete uppers, building uppers. I'm kind of like I got to slow down because otherwise I'm going to end up with like five uppers and need optics for everything. Yeah, to be honest, I've never actually bought a gun outright before, so the FNM4 will be like my first. Yeah, I've never done that either. Uh, you know, so other than, well, I have, I guess. I bought handguns, not rifles. So oh, yeah, true, true. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited about, good Lord, I hate this chair. <laughs> uh, the uh, the FN, I'm super excited about, but I also know that their, their barrels are legendary. They make the best machine gun barrels in the industry, hands down, FN does. So if Geisley can get up there in quality, uh, with the FN stuff, then yeah. And I think that that would be good. Uh, I do want to test a Geisley barrel. I think a 14.5 Geisley barrel would be phenomenal to run. So that would be something that I think I should look at at some point. But at the same time, I really, want to, I really want to put it head-to-head with the FN. Um, does FN do shorty barrels? Like, do they have yeah. an 11.5? No. You have to they chop their like sixteen inch. You have to chop their yeah. stuff. Cold forge, hammer forged M4. Oh man! Are you looking? Yeah, I'm looking. Are you looking That's at me? Cool. So, Mister Guns and Gear. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Mister Guns and Gear signed a picture of himself. Now, granted, Mister Guns and Gear, you, you know, I can tell you were in the Air Force because you really had to do your headshot here um but a uh the it said two hoodlums gun bench mr guns and gear so thank you mr guns and gear i do watch a lot of your videos i think you're a pretty cool guy um he's got a you ask him if a helicopter is flying over during the photo they're always in his videos oh yeah <laughs> but he's got a he's got a daniel defense uh mark 18 in this picture so i think that's pretty cool i want one i know you should get one that's on my my, my next list of many my uppers next, I want. My next upper, I'm telling you right now, my next upper is going to be that Daniel Defense M4A1 SOCOM upper. I'm going to run that. Like, yeah, I want that too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the Mark 18 just because I don't want to have to deal with it. But I, I still can't get over the quad rail thing. I, I, I like the look of it, but it's also heavy as shit. Well, the cruel part about it is the Daniel Defense rails, you can swap out the rail, no issue. Like, it takes no time at all to swap out the rails. Yeah, but it's like $400 for the rail. Well, hey, man, if you want to light a rail, you got to pay for it. Got to pay to play. Exactly, especially with Daniel Defense, who pulled out of the NRA show because they were they didn't want to get made fun of. But anyway, I'm gonna go eat some dinner, man. I'm hungry. I <laughs> I I am wiped out through today. I'm tired. I I had a ton of fun, and honestly, man, I I I I don't know if there's anything else we can cover. Really, I think we kind of covered everything. Yeah, I'm just drooling over these FN barrels on here. And Get an have, FN barrel. They have one labeled cold hammer forged, and then one's hammer forged. Are those the same things, or is that different? Which is the fourteen seven hammer forged? Um, if you, you go know, on, the, if you go on FN's website, I think 
I think both uh, of them are Cold Hammer Forge, but they'll also tell you all the cool stuff about it. So I would look into that. On the FN site, yeah, because Brownells, uh, they have a, it's a 14.7, um, and they have a 16-inch in the Hammer Forge. Mm-hmm. And, and then in the Cold Hammer Forged, uh, they have a 14.5. So they're definitely two different, they got to be two different um yeah, they're two different barrels. They're two different barrels. I do know that for sure. I just can't remember what it is. Uh, but I don't I don't know all that. Anyway, I'm gonna go eat some dinner. I am hungry. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you I'll let you get grab some food. I'll keep drooling on barrels. Yeah, you keep <laughs> you keep drooling on barrels and we'll let everybody know. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really hope that this was fun to talk about the NRA show, talk about all the people that were there. Duramag was awesome. Battle arms development was cool. EOTech was pretty cool, even though I could give a shit about the rifle sights. Um, no, there was just so much going on. It was intense. Uh, thank you, Mr. Guns and Gear. I know you're never going to listen to this podcast, but thank you, Mr. Guns and Gear, for being awesome. Uh, and then um, thank you to the We Like Shooting crew. They they were also pretty awesome. It was cool to meet Jeremy. That dude is a human fucking beast. I think he's like two inches shy of seven feet tall. Um, <laughs> and I mean, dude, I looked up and it hurt my back to look up at him. I was like, good fucking Lord. Uh, and... <laughs> Yeah, no, that dude's huge. Uh, granted, I am only 5'8", so I'm not tall by any means. Um, so, yeah, no, he, he, it was pretty funny to, to meet those guys and be like, fuck, I am the shortest dude in the room. <laughs> That's funny. So That's funny. But, no, anyway, it was awesome. Thank you so much uh, for hopping on, and we'll, uh, we'll get this out here uh, hopefully by tomorrow. Cool. Have a good one, man. Good night. Well, do you want to tell everybody about where to find where to find you? Oh well, you you know it's uh it's Malar time uh, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, uh, YouTube, and that's uh, i t s dot m i l l a r dot time t i m e. And as always, run suppressed, stay blessed. All right, as I always say, shoot him in the face. <laughs>